Welcome, cadets and captains, to another episode of M-Class Podcast. That's the show we do. We do it together. I'm Jeff. And I'm Josh. I'm naked. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Oh, you said we're doing it. Oh, you meant the show. Okay, I'll put my clothes. I'm in butts. Oh, oh, I'm ready then. Uh, On this show, if you've never listened to it before, I bet you're confused at this point, but... Oh, I would be. We sit down with a uh, piece of Star Trek media, we do a little recap, we pick it apart, and we uh, we now rate it on the Warp Core Cochrane to Catfish scale. It's patented, trademarked, Cochrane to Catfish. Warp 1 is one Cochrane, Warp 10 being Catfish, 10 is the best, right? 10 is the best because it turns you into a cool catfish and you get to have sex with the captain. Yeah, and then you get to have baby catfish with the captain. <laughs> Which is the best ending, I think. Ironically, that's the worst episode, but we make that the best. I don't know. You know what? You know, don't let's think not about think it about hard. it too deeply. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the final episode of uh, the Yakub's Skeleton Crew Collection. So far, zero skeletons. Yeah, I've been pretty dismayed at the lack of skeletons in this uh You'd think collection. there'd be one skeleton, but there isn't. Disgusting. <laughs> make, just, you'd make me sick. <laughs> the uh, final episode we're talking about is uh, Enterprise uh, Season 3, Episode 16, Doctor's Orders. Get some Enterprise love going on here. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I think it's important to point out right here at the beginning of the episode, this is the 100th episode of M-Class Podcast. First of all, that's a lie. Second of all, I can't even count that high. 100 episodes of M-Class Podcast. Well, that's why I'm naked. In September, I think on September 16th, it will be uh, four years since we started M-Class Podcast. Yeah, and I haven't been fired yet, which is pretty good. Uh, record, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a record. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I thought I was going to come in hot for this 100th episode, but I have gotten a combined six hours sleep over the past two or three days, so bear with me a little bit. Well, you just bought a hammock. That's a big responsibility. Uh, uh, what else happened? Uh, my, ca- my car broke. My computer broke. Uh, yeah. My wrists broke themselves during a nap, I guess. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck calls that. I have arena wrist. So I've been playing uh, Elder Scrolls online. Oh, yeah, okay. And I've got, like, fucking tendonitis in my hand now. Because I've been, I've been click-clacking away on them solo vet arenas, baby. I took two days off from working because I was like, I'm getting stressed. I need to fucking take a day. And I had to take a second day because I woke up and both of my wrists were in like extraordinarily sharp pain for no reason. Do you take medicine? Like, do you like this? Is this a personal question? I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, I I take (laughs) heartburn medicine. No, do you take like Advil is what I mean. Yeah, I take a leave. Yeah. This podcast brought to you by a leave. Oh, Aleve. It's great for all your aches and pains. Hey, Don't are you getting more, your COVID die. vaccine soon? Hey, try some Aleve. It'll help with those nasty side effects. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. We're in trouble because uh, our connection is making you sound like a robot right now. So I'm excited. Oh, I, I hear you fine. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, everything's fine for me. 
So uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. They're, I'm like my wrists are sort of back to normal now. Knock on wood. Um, but I guess you're we'll just old, see. dude. You're just like you're gonna be 35. Your body's done. It's just over. Yeah, it's just game I actually, over, man. I actually saw like a little scientific article that was talking about um, you, you go through the biggest changes as an adult on uh, during your 34th year. Your That's 60, about when sixtieth year and your seventy fourth year. I'm not making it to seventy four. I'm not either. That's no, there's no chance. I'm bailing out at sixty nine like a king. Hell yeah! <laughs> put a fucking blunt in my mouth. I will. I will up. put a crown on your head that has sixty nine and diamonds on it. Oh, can you get me like a chain? I always wanted a chain. Yeah, is that of is that two two thousand and five? Is that like who gives a fuck? I mean, is the answer to that? Question. You're right. You're right. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I want a Trek Boys chain. Oh god, that would be so dope. You know what would be really cool if it was like the Star Trek Delta, you know? But it, then it said Trek Boys and Diamonds. Oh my god, dude! How do we do this without having to buy a million dollar chain? <laughs> <laughs> you could go to like I don't know where do they, like like Cuba they make like chains right sure. there. Dude, the one I'm thinking of in my brain is like you know like the sigil I made that has M Class podcast on it. Yeah, just that, but it's a spinner. It just spins. oh, it's a spinner. Oh, like it like does it spin like uh like three dimensionally? Like it's oh, like, dude, that would be fucking dope. You know what I mean? Like it goes yeah. like inside. Yeah. Um. So this <laughs> like is the hundredth episode of M Class podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we're off to a really good start. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit difficult to talk about because uh, not a lot happens in it. So it's good that it's our hundredth episode. Nah, I mean Doctor Flox is holding it the fuck down, my boy. Uh huh. Um, He's like, "Yo, I'm Doctor Flox. I'm gonna feed this dog some leeches." <laughs> uh, that is cute. That's a cute scene, though. I like how Doctor Flox like. Is like I don't understand why people like dogs. Like in the like prior to this, he's like, oh, it's kind of weird. Like humans like dogs, and then now he's like, I like dogs. <laughs> yeah, well, any, if you spend time around dogs, you'll start to like them. Especially so Porthos. Sweet. He's such a cutie. I love Porthos. Um, I get really unnerved when he almost shoots Porthos like that. Fr- yeah, I was like, no, that harmed me. I was like, yeah, I suddenly hated me. the Doctor Flocks for like a second. I was like, you motherfucker, you fucking suck at shooting, though. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. Did he have he it on stun? Dog, Jesus. <laughs> he <laughs> He'd have got double sent- murder. Is what he had it on. He had it on super vaporize. He would have got sent to that ice planet, the moon of Vulcan that doesn't exist, with that little. Uh, <laughs> Alien guy. <laughs> Night exists. It's in the movie. Um, George Kirk died, so there's a moon around Vulcan. George, it's, George Kirk's life force created a moon around Vulcan. <laughs> it's the butterfly effect. Uh, so Get this it? This episode was written by Chris Black. That's a cool name. Who, it's like a porn name. He, he wrote um, Carbon Creek as well. Uh, oh, that's a great episode. He wrote 14 episodes of Enterprise, and he was supervising producer throughout uh, a good deal of Enterprise as well. Um, he wrote... He, he was part of the production team of Desperate Housewives. Remember that classic? Oh my god, is that real? Yeah, I just hovered over his name. Okay, because I, I have some, like, some juicy work that he's been in. Um, oh, fuck, is it porn? No, sadly... <laughs> Uh, he uh. was the executive story editor, executive writer, and co-producer, and then later the full producer on the science fiction series Slider. 
Sliders. Dude, Sliders is great. Sliders was great. Um, also, he worked um, around the same time, like or at least before, on the television series version of Weird Science, which I saw before oh the movie. God. That movie is great. This is a great really movie. There's some questionable shit in that movie. Wouldn't fly today. No, wouldn't fly today. Especially at the end when she goes back to the high school and is like, I'm going to fuck these high school kids. Yeah, not great. Not great. Not I great. mean, she was stunning. Yes. I guess she's also like a day old or something, but it doesn't matter. It's still... <laughs> either way, it's wrong. She's a matrix. She's a the matrix. It doesn't matter. Um, he also wrote episodes of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids television series? Is that I a thing? I think we all remember that. That was a hit, I believe. He he wrote episodes of every show based on a movie. Uh, the Magnificent <laughs> Seven, the show? Was that a thing? How the fuck is that a thing? Where they just go to different towns and, like, A-team it up? There was a Poltergeist TV show? Dude, this guy is on the fucking movie-to-TV tip, son. It's true. He also wrote on Xena Warrior Princess, which I think is like a rite of passage. Like, you have to do that as a Star Trek writer. Yeah, the better Hercules. Oh, way better. Way better. Yeah, way better. Uh, he it got dark there at the end. He was the executive producer on Ugly Betty. I guess that's the newest thing he's done. Ugly Betty? It was an okay show, I think. not bad. It's no Desperate Housewives. Fucking, he was he created the television series Standoff, Reaper, and Kville. I don't know any of those. All three of which started in 2007 and ended in 2008. Oh man, were they a uh, UPN or CW? Is it that what they were? Sounds like a UPN thing. Yeah, I guess it was CW yeah. at that point. I guess so. I don't remember. When it changed. Um, this episode was directed by Roxanne Dawson, better known as Lieutenant Bellana Torres. Bellana. Uh, she directed some episodes of Voyager, but um, she she directed like quite a few episodes of Enterprise, like ten of them. Wow, I didn't know that. I know she did some Voyager. I think it's interesting. Did Tim Russ do some too? I feel like I he think directed. So. I think I know he directed a Voyager episode or two, but is it the I one where he, he fucks probably... his holographic wife? <laughs> you can tell which episode is directed by a cast member by how little that cast member appears in the episode. Yeah, because they're like, I'm not getting paid twice. <laughs> um, she directed one of my favorite Enterprise episodes, which is an early episode called Bounty. That oh, is that the one where the Tellarite uh, captures Archer? Yeah, I really love yeah, that episode. That's a good one, and, he, and like he's like, "I'm going to give you back to the Klingons," and they're and Archer's like, "You're a dumbass." Yeah, you're you're <laughs> not doing yourself any favors. Yeah, here, buddy. you're like a shitty Han Solo who looks like a pig man. Oh Jesus! <laughs> he uh. says that, and then he says, "You know what? You're right," and he lets him go. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Um, this is a. Kevin Cole bummer of the week, maybe? Oh, uh, good. We're off to 100th episode, and we're off to a bummer. Great. Just something in the trivia section here on memoryalpha.fandom just caught my eye. Um, <laughs> in November 2001, uh, Roxanne Dawson appeared on the special Trek-themed version of the game show The Weakest Link. Oh, boy. Alongside LeVar Burton, Denise Crosby, John DeLancey, Robert Picardo, William Shatner, Armin Shimmerman, and Will Wheaton. 
Oh, that is that the bummer part? The will. Oh, it gets bummerier. Uh, oh, Lavar Burton won, which is of course he did, and yeah, yeah. Um, this dude is the reading rainbow itself. Yeah. Uh, Wheaton apparently angered Dawson with continuous flirtation remarks. Oh man, that makes so much sense. Yeah, Dawson was doubly enraged since her husband was among the audience members. Um, shortly after the broadcast, she posted to her website's BBS, remember that? That it had oh all just God. been in jest, and she was simply having fun with Will, which I'm sure her agent had no hand in having her say. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I feel bad sometimes for making that, for bullying that guy, but then I remember that I, I shouldn't ever feel bad about that. He's a piece of shit. He's a, he sucks. I hate that guy. And I mean, if you're I gonna guess, flirt with with Bellana, you're gonna have to flirt like correctly. You gotta bring your A game. You gotta yeah. come correct. Um, he doesn't have any A game. Welcome to the hundredth episode, mowing the lawnathon. As oh, I hear that. In my neighborhood is mowing their lawn at once right now. Oh, it's it's a housing association lawn mowing day. It sounds like an army of extremely large angry bees are outside my window right now. Oh, do you have like a does like a service do your lawns? Because uh, no, no, okay. Because my my mom's house like is an association, and they have like a service do it. I'm gonna pay a teenager to do it for me. When, this How, what time you, around, what's like a good amount? 20? I think 20 is a good amount. My yard is for, actually pretty small. For a small, thing. yeah. Mowing lawns is easy as shit. It's, uh, the thing is, like, we, when we moved in, this is fucking great podcast, great radio. When we moved yeah. in, um, there was a lawnmower here. Because, you know, this house belongs to, like, the landlord. And she, Was it, like, a Christine lawnmower? Was it, like, a haunted lawnmower? Uh, it, it seems like it. It's like a forty fucking year old lawnmower, is what it is. It takes, yeah. it takes legit, and like we timed it last time, forty five minutes of pulling to get it to start. What? what? Like the first time we did it, it took like an hour of like pulling and then waiting so it didn't flood, and then pulling and then waiting and pulling. This, this is not a good lawnmower. No, and we can't buy a new lawnmower because we don't know where we're gonna live next yeah that would be your lawnmower you're not gonna leave it yeah that would, and just spray it with wd-40 man that's what it just works it just kill it. yeah oh you mean spray the the lawnmower the lawnmower WD-40. yeah i thought it's, you meant the lawn i was like it kills it? i mean what do you, you could do that it would make the grass not grow for sure um have you thought about poisoning your lawn i have i really have um <laughs> Our fr- like we have like a really small little backyard area, um, so it shouldn't take two and a half hours to get it with a lawnmower, but it does. And then we have, <laughs> dude, I would just not mow. The lawn. I'd be like, fuck this. It, we have like a little tiny. We have a tree in our little front yard area. Our front yard, like I could lay down at the street, and my head would almost touch the front of the flower bed. In well, front you're of like our house. twelve foot nine, so I'm that six makes three. Sense. <laughs> you're ba- You're tall. I'm a big boy. You're like a tall man. I'm a, I'm a man. Man, man. I'm like a like a 
child. <laughs> you're you're like five ten. That's over average height. I'm like five eleven on a good day. Yeah, I'm I'm six three at the beginning of the day and six two and a half at the end. So you're slouched fun. over from all the crushing disappointment. Exactly, <laughs> all the weight of the world on my shoulders. <sighs> but like my, my front yard has one patch of grass, which feels stupid that I have to go out and cut. Do you weed whack? Yeah, we had to buy a weed whacker. Like They're they, pretty... they gave us. Um, well, we didn't buy one. We bought a battery for one, which felt stupid as well. I was like, "This is your house. Like, why can't yeah, you, you buy the battery for you it?" You buy the battery. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Being an adult is stupid. If you're not an adult, like if you're in college, just stay stop. there. Don't fucking like fully yeah. Van Wilder it. Never leave. <laughs> yeah, Van Wilder it and just yeah. Don't ever don't love anyone. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. <laughs> you know what? Just live on a mountain and like meditate and It's true. Just commune with the mountain, dude. Don't even try there's like two versions of van wilder in my brain because like i've watched community like three times through in the last year or two yeah because of the pandemic yeah i watched it for the second and third time for sure because of the pandemic but like there's van (laughs) wilder who's like this idealized this is what this dude sees himself as is van wilder and then there's the character coogler from the last season of community oh i never i didn't 48 year old man who like thinks he's van wilder yeah yeah. that's way more (laughs) realistic coogler (laughs) that movie's all right that's okay it's an all right movie you know they made a sequel to that shit yeah he wasn't in it though it doesn't work without him no it was uh the, the the rise of taj it was with the uh, why can't I think of his real name? Shit. Oh, Harold shit. and Kumar. Kumar. Oh, fuck. He's like, I can't remember. Fucking shit. I can't remember his name. Dr. Flox. Yeah, Dr. Flox was in it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? They should make a Van Wilder. Here's a million dollar idea. Van Wilder style Starfleet Academy movie. Calpen. Calpen. Thank you. Yes. I had to look it up on internet. <laughs> yep. Dude, my phone is blowing up right now. What is happening? I don't know. We're doing a thing. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's if I do this, I sit down, I do a thing. My phone, it's it's ridiculous. Like, do, do they know? Do they know that I'm doing something? It fucking seems like it. Uh, this is the last episode before we get into like talking about the specifics of this episode of Enterprise. And if you've been waiting for that, boy, am I sorry. Uh, I'm not. It's hundred episodes, man. <laughs> I'd like to point out that this is the last episode that's sponsored by Balefire. Balefire, motherfucker! A chiptune metal band that sounds like the side of a wizardly van come to life, come to musical life, which can oh, be found man. at uh, balefire.bandcamp.com. Check them the fuck out. Dude, their commercials are so good. They are really good. We I actually have like, a sponsor for next month now, too. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. That we'll do in the next episode. Uh, that I can just go ahead and say now. It's uh, At Whole Home Video on Woo-hoo. YouTube is our sponsor for uh, May. So check uh, check him the fuck out as well. Definitely. Uh, let's talk about some Star Trek. Let's get into it. Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> the uh, Enterprise is traveling through a quadrant of space that it sure is pink and purple. It's extremely 
fruity looking. They're in the I want to drink it. It's like a, a nerds nerd space. It is, and like someone spilled a bunch of nerds. We don't really. This episode begins in media res, which um, serves no purpose for the yeah. narrative of the episode. It just does. Yeah. And we see Dr. Flox is by himself with Porthos, the best character on the show, mm-hmm. who is running away from him. And um, Porthos scratches at the door. He needs to go tinkies. He's got to go outside. <laughs> Where does he go tinkies? That is a good question. <laughs> he a little tinky box? Does the shower serve as a bathroom? He, I don't know. They let him out into space, and he goes tinkies. And he comes oh, back. The space dog suit on him. <laughs> He's got a like tube a that he tinkies into in the space. <laughs> uh, but Flox um, lets him in, and he jumps up on the bed, and he licks at Captain Archer's dead-ass unconscious face. I was like, man, Scott Bakula did a really good job at not laughing not at this dog licking his face. Hilar- at the fun hilarity of a dog licking your face. Do you know how hard it is not to smile it's when a dog so licks hard. your face? It's so hard. <laughs> But he's got, like, a thing on his head, and you're like, what the fuck? It's like a silver, like, disc is attached to his head. It's got a UFO on his head. And uh, Dr. Flox is like, oh, he's doing fine. It's good to know. You'll He'll be with you soon. We'll talk to him again tomorrow, dog. And... This... And then the hit theme song plays. <laughs> um, the thing about this... Because it's not over yet, by the way. <clears throat> oh, the episode? It's not over yet? <laughs> no, shockingly. The um, the flash forward before the flashback that explains what's going on isn't over. In a normal episode of Star Trek, it would be. We would come back from the opening credits and it would be... We would be given the information that we're missing in the opening. Um, yeah. I find this to be annoying. You don't like it? Um, a norm- if it worked that way, like it normally does, I'd be fine with it. But the fact that it goes on for another like five minutes before we learn what happened, and nothing really happens in that five minutes. No, but he's talking to Doctor Lucas, which serves as just like a MacGuffin for him to yeah, it's narrate like a framing device. It's pretty good because they they bring back the Doctor Lucas uh, correspondence. Yeah, which I think was in the last episode of Enterprise we covered. Weirdly enough, yeah, he talks to Doctor Lucas. You never see Doc. He's like uh, you never see him. Yeah, but he's a human doctor who lives on Denobula, and it also serves a, a as like a link between like why Flox kind of goes nuts, right? Yeah, that's true. Because he's like, and on Denobula, it's like Hong Kong, and everyone just is crowded, and we like it that way. Yeah, right? it's like crowded by choice because we yeah. love to be around each other so much. Because they just won't sounds fuck like each other's wives. Oh, I'm more of the Vulcan mindset. Yes. Leave me alone. Yeah, me too. Um, like Por- Flox takes Porthos back to his cabin and talks about how uh, dogs are territorial, and that's why he wants to go back to his. Cabin, Master. and there was a dog named Scruffers, who... <laughs> and then he says, I think there was a space moth that flew a light year, half a light year, but he didn't, his name wasn't Scruffers. Yeah, he didn't have a name. And the yeah. whole time I was just kind of like sitting there like, is this going to be the whole episode? And it feels and that it way is. for a while. <laughs> it pretty much is. Uh, Flox takes Porthos for a walk, 
and that's when he starts dictating his uh, ho- his I was almost called it a hollow letter. His <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> his uh, subspace transmission to Doctor Lucas. Yeah, and uh, there's a cute scene where Phlox pulls out his favorite snack, some leeches, and poor. Thing I like how it's one. inside of the like. I, I don't know if they're like refreshers or whatever they're called. Uh, and it's it says like Doctor Phlox, do not eat. It's like very like officey, right? <laughs> it like, really is. Like don't eat this. This is Josh's, right? Like <laughs> like anybody else on that ship wants to eat space yeah. leeches for a it's snack. just a it's like a coffee urn full of dirt and leeches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh man, I better. I wonder if these are good. And Porthos eats one, and Phlox is like, your intestinal tract will be thoroughly cleansed, which is like. The least scientific thing to do is just give someone something that does that could do that much damage. <laughs> yeah, it would be like 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 taking antibiotics, right? And it just wrecks your stomach. Yeah. Like, uh, dogs can't eat chocolate. I'm pretty sure you should be a little more careful about putting leeches into them. Oh well, this is a Pythorian chocolate leech. Oh god, Porthos is dead <laughs> within seconds. Rip. Well, he almost dies in this episode. <laughs> He does, um, and then Flock starts talking about like what the assignment he's on is and why it's like troubling him, and then ten minutes into the episode, we get a weird flashback. We finally like, get the flashback. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's a. I guess it is technically a flashback. It feels like it isn't though, because you're you're flashing back the whole episode, right? Um, you know what I mean? I so I guess so. It, it, it is. I mean, kind of? Because then it goes back to... Does it jump around? I, you know what? I don't even remember. Well, this is <laughs> Honestly. Like, I'll go on record right up front. I might like say some harsher things about this episode, but I don't think it's a bad episode. Uh, yeah. On the Cochrane scale, like right out the gate, if five... Warp 5 is like the absolute most basic, most boring episode... Yeah, I'd give this like a six point five. It's boring. Yeah, give, not a lot yeah. happens. It's completely inoffensive. Nothing super great happens, but it's not bad. It's a filler episode. I'd give it a seven just because I like Flocks a yeah, lot. I like Flocks too. I think that's why it goes above being just like a super mediocre episode. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really good at acting, and even uh, Jolene Blaylock is really good in this as she gets to play like. Not Vulcan me, yeah, right? She gets to go like against, uh, yeah, like, against her normal like casting a little bit. I might even fun. give it a seven point five, just because I think they like weave in the Star Trek science well. There's like a- the reason why the things are happening have a like there's like a in universe reason, and then it plays well with the twist at the end. I think. Mm. See, I felt that that was like. And because I guess I haven't watched all of Enterprise, so I don't know if the fact that Denobulans hallucinate when under stress has been brought up before. Well, not really, but like, this is uh, it's because they're in the the expanse and it's fucking with them. Yeah, the expanse like ruins your brain, right? Yeah, it like true. eats your flesh too. That's true. Um, I I like the concept of this episode a lot more than I like the execution. And again, it's not bad. Um, yeah, I would, I would, I mean, there, that's the thing about season three is like, there's a bunch of filler 
and you just they're going to Azadi Prime, and you're like, okay, get to Azadi Prime, mm-hmm. like get the story going. You know what I mean? And we're trained now because of like Disney and Netflix and shit to to binge these things and. Usually, you just go to the plot. The plot happens. So there's eight episodes, right? Yeah. And you're done. You're in and you're out, right? This episode costs nothing to make. Like the, <laughs> a bunch of money went. I don't even know because they reuse s- some shots that I like. I the only shot you see of an actual. Um, I just forgot the name of an alien species. Uh, Zindi. Yeah, Zindi. The only shot you see of a Zindi is like a reused shot from another episode. It's like a shadow. You don't even really... Do you see You do see it for like two seconds. Yeah. So I think this episode was like a budgetary episode. Like it happened because they didn't have money for one more episode. Yeah, they needed to have 26 episodes back in the... And this is the last hurrah of that like... 30 episode season television nonsense which yeah. is it's a i mean if you think about it now like how absurd it's 30 like, episodes you shouldn't be having ridiculous. the same amount of episodes as friends as a science fiction right. show like, and it's an hour long science fiction show exactly like 30 like, episodes of star trek and you have 30 episodes in a season of friends like those do yeah. not equal the same amount of money and effort right yeah yeah it's crazy. It's crazy that they did. I mean, you can see why like it got canceled, right? Yeah. Um, but I, if I waited a week to watch this episode, and like I'm I'm ready for them to get to Azadi Prime, and then yeah. this episode happens, I probably would have liked it a lot less than I do. Well, now. then the next episode they don't even they're not even there yet. They do another like cool. side story. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, the side story next episode fits in with the story overall, but. It's slow. It's very slow. And I don't think slow is necessarily bad. I think I've no, gone no. on record. Uh, I think we've both gone on record before saying slow isn't bad. No. Like, I think um, Star Trek The Motion Picture gets a really bad rep because of how slow it is. Right. Um, but I really love that movie. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. You think about it as like a, from a Star Trek point of view, like, you just get to see more Star Trek. That, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. The, this episode just doesn't have, for how slow it is, it doesn't have a lot of substance as well. So there's not a lot of payoff for your patience. Yeah, I've seen it before too, so I already know like what's going on. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't remember uh, what was going yeah. on, so I came at it a lot fresher. I, I may not have even seen this episode before. I'm thinking. I like how they do how they deal with T'Pol though. Like watching it again. Uh, for I don't know, it's probably like the fifth time I've seen it. Like, you get to see like how she is like really not there. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like because she keeps like asking him like questions back. Because how would she doesn't know? Because she's him, right? Yeah. And she can't. And it's a she really can't really help him in any way. Yeah. Because she's not really there. So. And it's clever how they make it so she's like. The the expanse is affecting me as well, so I I can't remember stuff. But it's just because it's him that she can't like throw switches and stuff, right? Yeah, and it was like there's a r- as- really adorable moment when she's trying to do the warp core, and she just kind of ducks down like a child and like yeah. points at it, and she's like, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, and and he's like, Paul, like, he's like, that was very off. funny. Um, <laughs> oh my god, it's so loud outside. Um, 
the uh, <laughs> the thing that like um oh boy the thing that's like really challenging for me about this episode is that like um Flox as a character is like really engaging and I really like want to see more of him even like if the episode is fairly slow and it it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere yeah uh, they they introduce this really great concept of these hallucinations and uh he's like sort of haunted by them but there's only like four or five in the whole episode yeah they get worse and worse and and it, it it's meant to confuse you as viewer right you're supposed to feel like what is happening is this real cuz like the way they introduce to Paul is really cleverly done even though, like, literally in the beginning of the episode, they're like, Flox is the only one who's going to be awake, right? Yeah. But then T'Pol shows up, and he just simply hand waves it away by being like, I thought you were somewhere else, right? Like, I didn't know you were... Sp- so you you buy into, like, oh, well, T'Pol's awake, too, because she's a Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcans so I guess, have, like, like, different brain chemistry than a human, yeah. so she can live through it as well. Right, so you just kind of assume, like, oh, well, she's there, I guess, but she's not. They do, they do a really good job of introducing her in a way that, like, if you were paying extremely close attention, you would be like, that doesn't make any sense. But yeah. if you're like just following along with the episode like you normally would, you you wouldn't even think twice about it. It's a magic trick that would like confuse my mom in a movie, <laughs> right? Like my mom would be like, "Well, wait a minute. Oh, okay, you know." And like the but like for for me or you, it would be like, "Well, okay, uh, like what's going? Like I've seen Star Trek before. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like like exactly. Yeah. I, having I think I've never seen this episode before." So having like her step out of the darkness and be like, "I'm here now," I was like, "Okay, something's yeah. up." And I mean, yeah, you already know something's up because you hear the sounds in the distance, right? Yeah, he's like hearing ghost sounds, and he even says at one point, "He's like, I'm on a haunted house ship," which is like, <laughs> "Did Denobulans have haunted houses?" I don't know. Of course, know. they do. Denobulans not a party. They they know how to Halloween. They have haunted houses that you have sex with multiple people in at once. <laughs> key parties the um i guess it's important to point out that this is all happening because there's a trans-dimensional disturbance rewriting space in an area between them and azadi prime so they know about the spheres right so there's these spheres in the six the part of space that are like re uh writing our universe to be more like these aliens universe um and you can't go through it it like that's why they need the trellium, right? Because the trellium is an insulation that prevents the oh, ships it, from ripping it, like, apart. Fucks you up too. So they need if you inject it into your eyes, yeah, it really fucks you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I'm gonna start injecting trellium D. Fuck, Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> get your COVID vaccine, everybody, but also get your trellium D. Y'all got any more of that trillium D? Y'all got some of that D? Oh, I, need I need the D. I'll suck your D for some D. Uh, the the idea is that like if they go into this transdimensional disturbance, uh, it fucks with human brain chemistry to the point where you will just like hemorrhage and die. You go, a few yeah. Hours. The the Vulcans they find a Vulcan ship that did it right, and like this is like a, a kind of like an early on 
like bubble so like they could kind of go through it but the other one that the vulcans went in was like there for a while and they went nuts and started like cannibalizing each other jesus christ it really messes vulcans up but this is for sure an early 2000s show yeah zombies yeah people don't just like go crazy and shoot each other with lasers they have to eat each other they they have to violently rip each other apart yeah zombies Um, remember zombies God, I can't, you can't get away from them. They're still happening. Like every I don't, third or fourth movie that comes out in the well, now there's space a, is still zombies. Yeah, now there's a Zack Snyder movie, zombie movie, and it's like, did we need that? Was that a thing we were all I, clamoring for? I honestly don't think we need a Zack Snyder any movie, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I'm not a Zack Snyder guy, and I never will be. I don't dislike him, but uh, he's... I I, comp- I I think he's like a more technically talented Michael Bay. That's very true. That is extremely accurate. He's like socially acceptable Michael Bay, right? And everyone who's really into him is exactly like everyone who's really into Michael Bay. Like, yeah, the Michael, same type Michael of Bay. Guy. Well, when you watch a Michael Bay movie, it's you're really it just sets me off where I'm just like, ugh, this is so tacky. <laughs> I'm just like, this is so lame. It's just Michael right? Bay like yanking, cranking it as hard oh, as he yeah. can to the American military and to the American military and whatever hot piece of ass actress he could like convince to be in his fucking. Booty fest. Every seventeen-year-old actress, he yes. bring on to wear thongs, exactly. shake her ass on the screen. Yeah, it's not quite as bad as like the Fast and the Furious movies, where they literally just like zoom into butts. Oh yeah. Well, the f- and I you're think like the Fast and the Furious movies eventually became self-aware. No, they did. Yeah, which is uh, fun to watch, but it is. Hey, they're gonna make a Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park crossover. I was right. You, you, I, were I said Transformers. Transformers, but like yeah. you had that groundwork though. You knew that knew. there was crossover potential because it's so. I mean, it could only go one way. It has to get more ridiculous. The Velociraptors are going to ride the motorcycle this time. They're not oh gonna run God. along beside it. They're gonna no. Ride they're it. gonna. Here's what they're gonna do. Right? They're gonna have some kind of like velociraptor like sidecar <laughs> and they're gonna like like drive like either a car or a motorcycle and then they're gonna be like release the raptors and like the chug, 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 and they're gonna run out from the car yeah. and they're gonna start there's like, gonna be a scene where our heroes the secret agent car racers that are a family. <laughs> yeah, they're we're a family. Yeah. They they need to hijack a Velociraptor transport truck that yes. has it's a giant truck that has all these Velociraptors in it, and it's not like how they transport animals in real life. It's literally no. just a big rig with two doors on the back, and it's full of loose Velociraptors. Just loose Raptors. <laughs> and there's going to be a point where they take control of the truck, and there's a bunch of vehicles coming after them, and they open the back, and all the Velociraptors jump out at the trucks behind them. Yeah. Now, here's the question. Do they go full Dino Riders? Like, do they put, like, guns on them God, and stuff? I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> okay. Should we take a break? <laughs> Let me get. I still haven't even explained the disturbance and like what they're doing about it. Let me do that real quick. <laughs> so transmissional disturbance is rewriting reality. It'll fuck their brains up, Doctor. That's gonna take two weeks to go around it. Doctor Flox is like, I'll put you guys into a coma. 
Sounds yeah. legit. It's uh, like putting a computer in sleep mode, apparently. Yeah, except if you're okay. in a coma for too long, you never wake up. <laughs> also, like, if you drive your computer through, like, an electrical magnet field, yes. it's gonna fuck your computer up no matter what it's doing. You can't sleep mode your way out of that shit. Yeah, yeah you can turn it off and still fuck it up. Uh, so, um... Yeah, you can't be in a coma for longer than a few days without, like, never getting out of it again, for the most it's part. So the Nobulin science. They figured that out. Yeah, he puts a leech on your brain, and it shuts you down. Yeah. He's got some kind of bat dung that, like, makes you <laughs> not die or something. Who knows? Fucking, this is the most early 2000s doctoring, where it's just full homeopathic medicine. It's just full-blown, like, like essential oils. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's doing like reiki or whatever that shit is uh, called oh my god yeah i forgot about that whatever that shit anyway so the plan is to put them under and then uh it'll be f- f- four six days is that what they say i think it's four days it's four which is better than two weeks so they decide yeah that they're going for it even though tucker is like I don't wanna. Get. yeah so they can't use they they set up the the checkoff's gun of uh, well we can't use the warp core cuz it's like really weird space the warp field won't form or whatever it'd be really hard to do that even if the warp field forms there could be a complete and total warp field collapse that would destroy the ship so yeah it would just blow the ship up or rip it apart or whatever the stakes have never been higher 45 minutes from now (laughs) (laughs) what a great tagline (laughs) you know what now let's take a break let's hear a message from our sponsor of the month balefire we'll be right back after these messages after these messages we'll be right back yeah Dude, I wish I could be a wizard. I wish it was a barbarian. We're a barbarian. Do you want to do rad shit, fight dragons, and meet local milfs in your area? Totally. You think you've got what it takes to be a bard and a barbarian? Yeah! Then do we have a cult slash college for you? Is there federal No! Balefire! Look for Balefire wherever you listen to much lamer music. iTunes. Spotify. Bandcamp local skate park your grandma's house maybe she could be my girlfriend don't forget our socials 42069 not that one the website you silly boy i'm a man i'm 40 twitter and instagram at summon balefire come on kids it's time to go get into the van with the wizard painted on it it's behind the arby why are we at arby's i've got the meats totally rad Welcome back, cadets and captains. Uh, definitely check out Balefire. Do it. It rolls. It's fucking, it rocks and it rolls. Boop, 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 boop. So after our flashback, where, uh, well, now I guess we're still in the fucking flashback. Um, <laughs> Dr. Flux learns how to, um, uh, no, we're not in the flashback anymore. No, he. What's he doing? He he goes to Mayweather's place and he's like, um, <laughs> he's checking on Mayweather and he's talking about how um, you know his own physiology is so different from a human being's so that he won't be affected by the transdimensional disturbance. 
Yeah. And uh, that's why he's overseeing the wellness of the crew. Uh, right. He, we do get a flashback here where Phlox gets basic training in running the ship. Uh, yeah, he says... Helm by Mayweather and engineering yeah. by Tucker, who's a bitch about it. Yeah, he's like, don't forget to clean out the intakes or we'll die. Yeah, every two hours, check this screen. And if it says bad, then fix it. Yeah, and he's like, I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. I'm not going to go insane or anything. Yeah, I'm not going to start seeing shit or stuff. And there's a there's a fun little scene where he's like talking to Captain Archer, and he's yeah, like, you know, I, like I already this. heard it from Tucker. I already heard it from Reed. I heard it from everybody. You need to just give up and go to sleep, and I'll take care of everything. And Archer says, yeah. no, I wanted to let you know that uh, I wasn't having second thoughts at all. Like, you're one of the only people I would trust right. to do this. He's Dr. like, that's Flux. why I'm allowing it to happen. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Flox gets a little choked up. He's like, oh, thank, thank you, Captain. It's cute. Yeah. So then he almost shoots his dog. Yeah, he, he almost... <laughs> he, he almost, like, fully murders his dog in broad daylight. <laughs> in broad space light. Yeah. Execution style. Almost murders his dog. Double taps him. <laughs> Make sure he's down. Uh, back in present times, when Flox is the only one awake, he starts to hear sounds coming from engineering. Yeah, it's like a spooky, like, what? Yeah, and he's. it sounds like someone's there, and he calls out a few times, and no one answers. And he goes back to talking about his letter, and he's like, you know, um, this isn't really how things are back on Denobula. Uh, Denobulus, and uh, yeah. I'll be really excited when I can wake the crew up. And he looks at the screen and de- very dejectedly says, "In two days, sixteen hours." Which is like, it's like two days, sixteen hours. Like if you told me, like, okay, you get basically have three days of not talking to anybody, I'd be like, "Fuck yes!" Like I'd be Kevin. like, "This is the greatest three days I've ever had." I would just. Oh man, I would do so many things that that are really nothing when you think about I it. I would I would do literally nothing and it would be amazing. I would be napping on the couch, I would be laying in my new hammock. Yeah, I would be napping on your couch and laying in your new hammock. Where am I during all this? And uh, under You're in sedation? a coma. <laughs> yeah, you're in a coma because the space storm your brain chemistry is that different from mine? Yeah. yeah. I'm a Denobulan. I have five wives, and I like to fuck other people's wives. Sure. Why not? Flox <laughs> uh, goes for a jog, singing a nice Denobulan song. Yeah. Which is available for listening on memoryalpha.fandom in this article. There's a is link the whole to it. thing Is the whole thing there? No, I think it's just the part that he sings on screen. I wonder if he made it up. Uh, he, go- he goes back and he goes to sickbay just butt-ass naked, and we get the whole scene from, yeah. uh, f- from fucking uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, with the hot dog. <laughs> the sausage. Yeah, like, yeah. It's fully the Austin Powers scene where he, there's a table in front of him and then he picks up a pad and it's covering yeah. his junk and he walks it's in like front a of big a, pad. a plant. It's like an iPad macro or whatever. <laughs> it's <a> big, yeah. <laughs> and the plant blooms because then he gets a boner. Yeah. 
and he uh, he t- he yawns real big, and somebody eats a sausage in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he holds up two melons and covers his boobies. <laughs> <laughs> he feeds his animals. He's you know he's going about his day, right? He's trying to stay not. Keep insane. in mind, this is day two, and he's already walking around naked. Yeah, we've been in quarantine for a year. <laughs> I, I still wear pajamas for the most People part. People wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the uh, mess hall, geez. Phlox is watching a movie that's at, at least a part of a movie that seems extremely annoying. Yeah, I don't know what movie it is, but it's from like the 50s. Yeah, it's apparently called The Court Jester, which I've never seen. And I've never seen it. Phlox it's is comedy. digging it. He's loving it. He likes wordplay, and there's like a lot of it. Yeah, he's uh, he likes uh, alliteration a lot. So. Alliteration and clever uh, similes. <laughs> Wait. He's eating popcorn, which is like... If I was it? an alien, I think popcorn would be the weirdest human food to find out about. I think it would. I think aliens would like it. It's just because it's, it's simple. is the thing. Like, it's I, so I simple. I love popcorn, but... I don't like popcorn. I know. It gets in your teethers, which sucks. I don't... I don't just, it's boring. I don't know. It's good. It's all right. I don't hate. You I need to don't. have some like some good popcorn. Put like garlic and chili powder on that shit. Oh fuck yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. Um, but like he's watching this terrible movie and he hears more sounds in the distance and Flox looks over and Porthos is just there. He's just sitting there, so it's not him. And <laughs> it's so cute. Porthos is adorable and he's not really reacting too much, which is yeah, he's you know, just watching watching a movie like a dog does. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's like your your first sort of hint that like things aren't exactly what they seem because uh, yeah. dogs react to sounds. Yeah, they hear sounds that we don't hear. And Flox is like, "Let's go see what we can find out." And Porthos is like, "I'm not fucking going with you." Yeah, fuck and, that. I'm watching this shitty movie. And you know, Flox is like, "Oh, well, Porthos doesn't want to come because he's scared." But really, Porthos doesn't want to come because he already went on a run today. That's enough. Yeah, he just he's wants to tired. Chill. He wants to take a nap. And Flox is like, uh, okay, so maybe I'm just hearing things. Like, I shouldn't have let Tucker talk me into watching The Exorcist last week. (laughs) He watched The Exorcist. Which is like, would an alien get The Exorcist? (laughs) I guess so. I mean, it probably... I would love to watch movies for the first time and not have, like, a social tie to them. Can you imagine how cool that would be? It would be, like, such a interesting experience i guess we've all sort of had that experience watching a movie from like another country that we don't really have any ties yeah, to their culture I think and everything i think that's why anime is very popular here is because it's it's very different in a lot of ways right it's like true. like the the mythology in a lot of anime is is just foreign to us that's, that well, is very true and it's uh i think that that's that's exactly what happened to me with anime because I was huge yeah. into anime in high school. Yeah, and I think it was because it was so different than anything I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more of it you watch, the more you start to see the same tropes happening trope. over and over again. Yeah. yeah, and I got really bored of anime. Yeah. That's anime. Point. <laughs> yeah, it's that's anime. <laughs> I still like some anime. I will say that I'm just not the giant weeboo I was when I was in <laughs> high school. Like I was like, I'm gonna learn Japanese and go to Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Now I'm like, I don't want to learn a whole other language to travel. Now you're like, my wrist hurts. I'm going to bed. Now I'm like, I'll learn Elvin. I'll learn Sylvan. Yes. I'll learn Sylvan. Vulcan. Fuck yeah. Space Elvin. Um, <laughs> but uh, the same sound happens again, and Flox sort of follows it, and uh, he finds like a gas leak happening that's rattling a chain. And he's it's like, like, oh, son of a bitch. It's like steam coming out of a thing. Also, there's a chain? Why is there a chain? Yeah, one, why is there a chain? Two, isn't steam coming out inside a spaceship like a really bad thing? I mean, what is the steam two? What is it doing? Yeah, what What in the Enterprise NX-01, the most has advanced ship in human history, is steam-cooled? Like... It's not the warp core because it wouldn't it wouldn't be able to like cool down the warp core with water. You can't no. use water. It's an antimatter matter reaction. It's instantaneous energy, hundred percent conversion. What's water gonna do? Make um, it worse? Exactly. <laughs> and he uh, Flox turns around and T'Pol is standing there. Yeah, this is when you're like, oh, T'Pol's here. Oh, yeah. okay. And Flox was like, what the fuck? You jumped out and scared me, you jerk. And she's he's, like, oh, yeah. sorry. And he's like, well, you should be because you scared me. And she's like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I said I was sorry, you fucking spazwad. She, like, apologizes to him, like, three or four times before he stops. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a little, he's a little sensitive, boy. But he's like, uh, let's, uh, let's hang out. And she's like, I don't know about that. He's like, let's go get dinner. And she's like, eh, okay. If you want. If that's <laughs> what you want. Like, yeah. Which is like every time I've asked a woman to go get dinner with me, that's the same reaction I get. Uh, if, if you want. If you want to. <laughs> uh, Flox is like doing his like little Tucker approved uh operations and engineering you know don't touch this dial you can press this button if you have to there's a bunch of tape on the on the consoles that says do not turn don't it up press. this yeah don't press this it's like your grandma when you tape over the remote and just the <laughs> buttons they need definitely never done that you never did that no. i've done that i made a map for them one time that was too complicated so i was like all right Jesus we're taping Christ. up. We're taping up this shit. The controller says what it does on every. They're button. old. They're fucking old, dude. They didn't have buttons in 1940. It's true. You turn the dials. Buttons. There's just no buttons are new. <laughs> what a wild life that would be, and I'm sure there will be people who'll talk about that, like about our generation for something like. They use a mouse. How quaint. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> buttons being new technology to you. Yeah. I mean, fucking, it's crazy, right? That's what they're going to say about us one day, though. Like, can you believe that, like, psychic technology is new to them? Yeah, you just think about it, dummy. We're already on psychic technology, too. Yeah. Where you I barely can... have to think about it. <laughs> can you imagine having analog dreams? Oh my god. Like, nah, like, duh, just put your dream set on and dream lucid dream, idiots. Can you, people said they used to have difficulty sleeping. Can you remember when people slept? Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Take your fucking awake pill and do your job, you slave. <laughs> do your 24-hour-a-day job, idiot. You're not contributing. What the fuck? Capitalism super needs super capitalism you. now. <laughs> 
time off in the evening, eight hour work days. What is this yeah. socialism? <laughs> what is this summer camp for communists? Uh, but he sees like a shadowy figure up on one of the platforms. Oh shit! It's a ghost. And Flux is like, "To Paul, why are you fucking with me? Why are you why are you being a jerk? Why are you?" He's like, "Bitch, I know it's you." <laughs> And she's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. He, he calls her a Draxon Cloud Viper. Which apparently is like, kind of like a vampire, I'm assuming. You fucking snake. That's what she yeah. says. And she's like, yeah, I'm on the bridge, dude. Yeah. And he's like, oh. This, the ship is so small that the bridge is only ten feet away. But still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but T'Pol and Flox go to the galley, and Flox is like, oh, my fifth grandmother made uh, yeah. this wedding soup for all of their, for all of my weddings, mm-hmm. and the chef can't get it right. He's an idiot. And T'Pol's like, yeah, his Plomeek broth is bad as well. I'm like, Plomeek broth is water. How it's does he fucking di- that like, <laughs> It's like dishwater. It's like soapy water. <laughs> But they like agree. They're like, yeah, he sucks an ass. he sucks a whole ass at making yeah. great soup. I like that. Like she agrees because she's him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Like he's like, I thought that too, and it's like, well, yeah, because yeah. yeah. Flox and T'Pol have this little conversation that I really like. That I love when cultures sort of talk about the differences and the likenesses that they have. Like they sort yeah. of compare culture. Her and him are really, really interesting, and they do this a bunch in Enterprise, where where she and him have a conversation like this, where they're basically like, "Humans are wackadoodle," they and are, then Flo- they are. and then Flax Flox is always like, "Yeah, but like here's like some good stuff about him," and then to Paul's like, "I guess," <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> She's like, <"Ugh." laughs> "How many dicks do they have though? One, yeah, one." Man, well, that's gonna be boring. That's so boring. They can't even like prehensile. Ugh. Right, right. <laughs> but Flox is like, yeah, my home world is like super crowded by choice because we love living in large groups. So like yeah. being by myself for like a day and a half on the Enterprise is like the worst time of my entire life. <laughs> to Paul's like, well, like Vulcans hate being around other sentient beings, so yeah. this is the dopest time ever. And I'm like, okay, I'm a T'Pol. Yeah, and she's like, I have, I find it difficult being around the more uh, unreasonable ones or whatever yeah. she says. And Plonks and is like, oh, you mean Trip Tucker? And she's like, yes, yeah. She's but also, like, I want to suck as human one dick. Also, we're going to have a baby that causes a civil war. Yeah, that'll, that'll happen. Um, <laughs> he goes back to sick bay and he's just sort of wandering around, talking to Dr. Lucas. He's talking about how much he fucking misses Denobula. It's like the greatest planet ever. And fucking yeah. humans suck because they only got one dick and they won't let him fuck their wives. And yeah, he <laughs> Trip didn't want to fuck my hot wife, and that's shitty, I that guess. That was awful. I hated that. I, I didn't get to watch. Uh, <laughs> he he goes to visit Captain Archer, and uh, outside the window, he sees something skitter past the hull window. It's a Minoc. They're chewing on the power cables. <laughs> it's, I see something on the wing. 
he like calls to Paul and he's like, Oh my god, Tapal, there's something on the wing. There's something on the wing. And she's like, What? There's nothing out there, buddy. Yeah, they go to the situation room and they check the sensors and there's no unaccounted for life forms. And Flox is like, you said that our sensors could be yeah. affected. And she's like, well, they're not. Yeah, but she's you like, said yeah. They could. Yeah, she's like, that's unlikely though, right? Because they're, they're fine. Which is like really interesting when you think about, again, like the reality yeah. of He's trying going to on. talk himself yes. out of his. Uh, hallucinations, which is it, is interesting. It's like a, the reasonable side of his brain is fighting with the unreasonable fears, right? Because um, he's a science man. He's a doctor man. He knows yeah. about science. And he's he's doing his rounds again, but he's like really shook, right? He's really like worried. He's on edge. He's like, are they like rodents? Is that why they like, are they like gophers? Is his species the gopher species? <laughs> uh, he's like a puffer fish though, isn't he? Yeah, but it, also his toenails are really nasty. <laughs> They're disgusting. And they were very difficult to walk in, you could tell. You could tell he was like, uh, really? <laughs> um, he goes to uh, check on uh, Ensign Sato, and there is just a fucking Zindi standing in her room. Yeah. And he's like, what up, bitch? Starts the- running after flocks. <laughs> he's an insect. He's the bug kind. Yeah. He's, like, skittering after him. Flocks like, locks himself in an airlock. And this he did just like leaves. He's like, all right, peace. He did what I did when that bat flew on my back, and I ran into the shower door, and I broke my shower door. <laughs> he did the exact same thing. He didn't break the airlock door, though. No, but he was like, it was like an elevator. He had to like wait for it, right? He was like, yeah. waiting, waiting. <laughs> Which he's like terrified. He does a good job of like putting forth like his deteriorating mental state into his acting. They both do in this. They're both really good in this. Uh, I have to disagree. I think T'Pol's actress is like. You don't uh, like her. I, I think she's a good actress in other episodes. I think she in this played- one she doesn't do a very good job of seeming like unnerved. She just seems like she's de-aging. Yeah, she's like a child. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's okay though. I I like her as a Vulcan in general. I think she yeah, plays I a do Vulcan too. I think very well. I think she plays well. a Vulcan really well. Yeah. Um I think she gets better at playing a Vulcan as time goes along because throughout season 1 she's like the guest star angry Vulcan but yeah. like, towards the end of season 1 season 2 she starts to become Vulcan I think Vulcan. yeah I think it works because it's like that's like when the Vulcans are becoming Vulcans again right because yeah. the whole story is like that's that true. they're trying to be this thing they're not right It's true it does work that way I don't know if that was like a purposeful thing or it's just uh, being a Vulcan for long enough, like sort of made her, she sort of slotted into the into the role as she went along. Yeah, which is true of like I think everybody who played a Vulcan for a long time, except maybe Tim Russ, mm-hmm. who started out full Vulcan. Yeah, because I mean, even well, Leonard Nimoy is like smiling and laughing to begin with as yeah. Spock because they didn't know they didn't know how they wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, but the the Zindi just like dips the like insect Zindi, and uh, <laughs> Flox is like to Paul. There's a Zindi on board. We gotta kill it. We gotta use phase pistols. He's like, get the guns. 
and he tries to offer to pull a gun, and she doesn't take it, which is like you're supposed to think, oh well, she doesn't want to be part of it, but yeah, she, she doesn't she believe it. Take it because she's not real. She can't handle it. Handle it. Yeah, but you, yeah, you get the feeling like she's like, this is ridiculous. I'm not indulging him, right? Yeah, exactly. So they're gonna sweep <laughs> all the decks with <laughs> two with, of, yeah with a phase pistol. Um, it, it really <laughs> seems like. If I was the Zindi, I could just like stay twenty feet behind them, and they yeah. would be able to find me. <laughs> yeah, you're like a insect. Also, you can like climb on the walls and shit. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> just hide under somebody's desk. Yeah, get under a bed. You know how bugs are. You know how bugs are like that. Fucking, we got a bug racist here <laughs> on the show today. Um, they've searched through like four decks, and T'Pol is like, look. Uh, we haven't found anything. Yeah. And Flox is like, oh yeah, my scanner found an unidentified life form. He's like, she's like, there's 80 people on board. <laughs> and yeah. all kinds of pets. All your fucking animals and your zoo that you got. She's like, yeah, the thing is, like, your little scanner is way weaker than the ship scanner. So it, it yeah. probably is affected by the anomaly. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. No. Yeah, this is. I think it's really interesting because she's yeah. like the. What would she be like? The id or whatever, right? I don't know. I don't know the. the uh, she's she's the super ego. The super ego. Yeah, she's yeah. like yeah, telling and, you like what is like societally morally wrong right. with the things that you're doing. Right. Um. But Porthos comes around the corner and Flocks uh, starts blasting. <laughs> He shoots. This is the simultaneously the most horrifying thing in the entire show, and the yeah. most adorable thing in the entire show. Because like he shoots at Porthos, and Porthos just looks at the place he shot, and then just like walks towards him happily. Like, he doesn't know any better. Like he's just like whatever. He's like I don't know what that was, but my people are here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even to Paul, who hates Porthos, is like, what the fuck, dog. Yeah, she's like, you almost killed the captain's dog. <laughs> like, she gets, like, angry. She's like, yeah. you're an idiot. What are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, look, I'm going to prove I'm not hallucinating. And he dips. He's like, he's like, this fucking thing should have been able to tell the difference between a dog and a Zindi. And, and she's like, it can. You just don't know how to use it right. <laughs> she's like, yeah, your brain is melting out of your earlobe yeah. right now. You're a fucking moron, you shitless bitch. And it's like crazy they got Jesus. away with that. I could, I could not believe they could say shitless in 2004. But weird. Apparently they could. Yeah, weird. Um, <laughs> but like, flocks. Like the intercom goes off and it's insensato, and she's like, Flox, where are you? Help me. Yeah, it's like a disembodied voice. Like you're supposed to be voice. asleep. Yeah, he's like, Sato, you're going to die. <laughs> so he goes and, like, uh, she's. I thought I was about to get another CW moment, right? Because he goes oh, into her quarters and yeah. there's just a steamy shower happening. Oh, and I was like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Yeah, Sato. Sato on my face. <laughs> Uh, I can agree with that, and um, uh, yeah, we all can agree with that. Uh, like she comes up from the shower, but she's like uh, one of the monsters from Evil Dead. Yeah, she's like a Evil Dead Two monster. 
God, they, what are those things called? I forgot. Deadites. Now. Deadites. Yeah, she looks like a deadite. She's a deadite. Yeah. She she comes out and she's like, "You let me die." Yep. It's very The Shining. I got a, a distinct The Shining vibe from this, this. This is like my favorite hallucination out of all of them. Because yeah, this it's one actually is like creepy. A real ass creepy hallucination. Yeah. Like, this is when he this starts. To me. Yeah. This is when he starts realizing he's like, "Oh, something, something right." Yeah, because like he, he falls onto the floor. And when he looks back, the bathroom is empty, and uh, Sato is just on her bed asleep. Yep. And he's like, "Oh, okay." He calls to Paul. He's like, "Hey, so uh, you I, might have had a point earlier. I don't, I don't feel so good." <laughs> um, but like, he he's headed back to meet with uh, Flocks or to Paul in sickbay. And a turbo lift door opens as he's passing it, and Archer is in it. Yep. And he's like, Flocks, you're dumb. You it's blew okay. it. Like, you're bad at your job, and yeah. you can just give me control now. And he's like, No, no. Y- you'll die. I can't let you. Yeah. And he's like, Well, we'll all die if you're in charge, because you're a moron. Because you're dumb. It's like his fucking fears are just, oh, it's so psychological. But, like, he's like, well, you're not real. And yeah. then T'Pol shows up, who's for sure real. Definitely. And uh, he turns towards her and then looks back at Archer and he's gone. Another good trick to make you believe that she's real, right? Like, yeah. it's a it's just a sleight of hand that they're like, oh, look, she's here now. She can't see him, so she must be real, right? Yeah, like, she dispels uh, hallucinations, so she has to be real. Yes, yes. Uh, they head to sickbay and scan Flox's brain, and they find that he's been affected by the disturbance, and that's why he's hallucinating. Well, here's your problem. You got a bunch of blork in your brain. Yeah, your brain is, like, gone. You just <laughs> left it somewhere. I don't know what to it's tell ins- you. Can you imagine them reviewing the sensor logs and, like, watching Dr. Flox in Sato's room just freaking out? <laughs> He's, like, running back and forth up and down halls, like, to different rooms, just freaking out in them. Like, 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 a security camera footage of him just running down a hall and then going down the next hall, like, Like, there's there's a security footage of him walking down a hallway normally, and then two seconds pass, and he runs past the camera. He's, like, running into the airlock, like, what the fuck? And then two seconds after that, he walks back down the hallway normally. <laughs> It's like, man, that's going to be funny to show at his birthday party. Uh, we're going to roast the shit out of him. <laughs> but um, Flox is like, look, uh, I'm a dum-dum with bad brain disease, so I'm going to yeah. have to give you control of the ship. And T'Pol's like, look, uh, actually, I've been affected by the disturbance as well, and I'm like having trouble focusing, and I'm getting more and more irrational. So this is like the episode of Futurama when the brain people come and make everyone stupid. Oh, that's true. That's it's true. exactly like that. Brain make people dumb. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm leaving for no reason. <laughs> Curse you, Tom Sawyer. This is le- 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 less fun than previously indicated. <laughs> goddamn, that's good. That's such a goddamn good show. Uh, they go back to the bridge, and um, shit has gone bad. It turns oh. out that something has gone wrong in the way the the course was plotted, in the way that they've been moving, and they are... Like, 
a quarter of a light year from the other edge of the disturbance. Yeah. So it'll take ten weeks at impulse. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, that's not a thing. Like that can't happen." And they like they don't understand how this is happening. And T'Pol says, "Well, it has to be like expanding. That's yeah." Why. And he's like, well, Mayweather said it would, and we did the math, and blah, 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 well, you blah. you fucked it. You did it wrong. We need ex- to turn on the warp drive. Yeah, it expanded faster. And there's, like, a little back and forth where Flox is like, you know, I'm not supposed to. Daddy Tucker said he'd spank me. He- <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Daddy Tucker said he wouldn't have sex with my wife if I didn't, <laughs> so. Don't spank me with that catfish. <laughs> Dude does love catfish uh, more than anything else in the entire universe. It's his personality trait. When he's fucking that princess, he's like, you know what? I could go for some catfish right now. <laughs> uh, there's a char- uh, there's like five people who ever like watched Common Rider who listen to the show, but like there's a character in a season of Common Rider whose entire personality is that he loves milk. <laughs> I love milk. He just drinks milk constantly, and when he's not drinking milk, he's talking about how he wishes he was drinking. What's what's the what's the deal with that? Is that like a like a Buddhist like thing, like rice milk Uh, and shit? No, uh, -uh. he just loves milk. Like he's just drinking fucking dairy milk out of out of a jar. Like milk is good. Do you ever have milk out of a jar? It's delicious. Yeah, it's true. Chocolate Um, milk out of a jar? Holy fuck! If I wanted to die, I could do that. Yeah, Yeah, don't die. (laughs) Don't die. I, I still have dairy all the time, and I suffer for it. That's it's why you don't thing. feel good. You're like me. We're the same guy. Your, your st- is the stomach. Mine is the brain. Yeah, because anytime you have chocolate, your brain gets fucked up. Yeah, try living your life not eating chocolate. No, thanks. It's well, pretty terrible. Well, I can't terrible. have milk chocolate is the thing, but I still do. <laughs> yeah, because we're, Id- we're idiots. We don't listen. It's like I weigh my options in life. Like, do I want to never have dairy again, or do I yeah. want to sometimes have to poop a lot and feel bad? And I got to have my dairy. I got to. <laughs> I couldn't not eat dairy. That I, like, I'll take the mine over yours for sure. Yeah, if I had to have one of them, I would take chocolate. Yeah. As, the, as my kryptonite. Because there's other stuff, right? Like, there's other food. That's but dairy is a staple. Like, milk chocolate doesn't really harm me that much. It's like a roll of the dice, man. Like, yeah. sometimes I can drink a glass of milk and I'll be fine. And other times I can have mashed potatoes with a little bit of milk with in like them. Milk and butter, yeah. Yeah, and it'll not... ruin me. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I can have a whole pizza and I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and if, and like, lactate is like a stat booster. It like right, it ups just, my defense against it's not a, it's not a cheese. cure all. It's yeah, it's no. not a panacea. It's no, it just it just ups my defense. So sometimes yeah. I'll take a pill and have dairy and I'll be perfectly fine. And other times not. You rolled a good dice roll. That's yep. why. <laughs> yeah. It's fully playing D and D with your intestines. It's a fun game. That's terrible. Yeah, it's you start to realize the horrors of rolling low. In, in, in your D&D game when it happens yeah. in real life. Like, sometimes I'll go to Burger King and I'll get, like, an Oreo shake because they're fucking amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, the next day I'll be like, oh, I'm going to put a bullet in my brain. Because <laughs> uh, just to meet the one that's already there, it feels like. Yeah, just to end end it. I'm just going to end it because <laughs> this is terrible. And then sometimes I'll have, like, a milkshake, like, from downstairs, like a chocolate milkshake, and, like, I'll be fine. 
whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a roll of the dice. My body can't... Technically, the way it's supposed to be is my body cannot produce uh, lact- lactic- lactate. Acid. Yeah. It can't produce the shit that's in lactate. Whatever the fuck it is. It can't process lactose. Lactose, yeah. And uh, so really, you would imagine that every time I ever have dairy, it should mess me up. Yeah, but it doesn't always. That's not true. Yeah, man. Well, we, you know, what's that? The, we've only been drinking milk for 10,000 years or some bullshit. Yeah. I don't know, I don't well, know if I believe like, that. The thing is, like, everybody who's lactose intolerant, which is like a, a surprising number of people that I found out since I became oh, it's a lot lactose of intolerant. Yeah. It's like... Over half the people I meet are lactose intolerant as well. It seems like it's like 40% of people are. I don't know exactly. It's like um, if you're not lactose intolerant, then you've like mutated to be able to deal with dairy, correct? Yeah, I'm a mutant. Which is like I can drink like a gallon of milk. (laughs) It's a superpower. I love milk. Everyone knows this already. They make fun of me. Milk too is the thing, but I can't really. Well, I have lactate milk. Not the same though. Which is milk that doesn't have li- like lactose in it. And it, it does taste almost exactly the same. Can you drink like almond milk and shit? I, I can, but I don't really want to. It doesn't taste the same. It, it has a weird texture. It's like chalky. It's like yeah, chalky. chalky. Yeah, yeah. I, I do love vanilla oat milk, though. That no, shit that shit rules. Bomb. Yeah, that shit is... Yeah. It's a billion calories a drink, but it's yeah. amazing. At Wawa, they have these like milkshakes that are like chocolate milk, and they're like nine hundred calories. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, okay, that's a lot. Yeah, oat milk has like twice the calories as regular milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that we've gone through milk chat, I think we're going to take one more break, and then we'll come back, finish the episode, and talk about our final thoughts after these messages from Balefire. Motherfucking Balefire. We'll be right back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Meanwhile, at the Wizard Cult and Barbarian College. Los dioses de oro de Balefuego. Músculos hechos de hierro vinieron a nuestra tierra a llamar a nuestras milfs. Ah, <sighs> this song sucks. We won't be able to summon Bellfire with this lame music. Dean Love Handle's going to hate this. Don't worry, kids. You just need to put the chutzpah on it. And by chutzpah, he means some real epic electric guitars. Just in case you were wondering, this is a real ass ass with some real ass heavy music ass. Remember kids, the hit single, Two Mimics to Midnight, comes out on April 1st. Spotify, iTunes, and Bandcamp, and wherever you listen to your boring peasant music. Pay whatever you want, you'll buy it. Coward? Mills. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, that is the final advertisement for Balefire. Go check out motherfucking Balefire. I I was like so fucking excited by the fir- their uh, they released. Uh, uh, fuck, what is the name of the song? It's like Mimic something. Yeah, Midnight yeah. Mimic or something. Two Mimics to Midnight. Two Mimics to Midnight is what it is. Is like such a fucking banger. It's, it's in, like I have it in my Spotify, but like I it don't have my Spotify with me. 
I left my wallet at home. I left my Spotify in my wallet, so... <laughs> it's in my other pants. Um, no, but I don't have Spotify open while I'm doing this show. That'd be weird as fuck, so... No, I, I yeah. I remember. Um, yeah, so they realize that they're gonna have to use the warp... Uh, but the problem is that neither of them know jack shit about warp field propulsion, especially because they're both just flocks. Yeah, and like this is where I like you really start to see to Paul, quote unquote, like degrade, right? Yes. Like, and even Flox is like, you're a fucking scientist, like you know, you're Vulcan, like you you know how to use a warp core, especially a human warp core. It's like a fucking it's like a like a like a ball on a stick for you, right? Like it's it's like playing there's, with a There's like nothing. a really funny moment where she's like, well, "You should check the uh the like technical logs to yeah. figure out how to do this." And he's like, "Are you telling me to read the manual?" <laughs> there's a funny like a really cool like when he does it too. There's a really cool animatic that somebody made of the like, the manual like windows like popping up. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, somebody had to make that. That's really cool. Flox um, <laughs> sees Tucker, who's like, I told you not to touch that dang old, dang old catfish warm core. <laughs> He's like, this is like a catfisherman trying to fish for trout. This don't make no dang sense. Oh, yeehaw. <laughs> yeehaw, partners. I'm a hallucination. <laughs> and he shoots his... <laughs> he does say, he's like, he's like this machine was built to like defy the laws of the universe, which is really cool, right? It is really cool. And he's like, he's like, if you fuck it up, we're gonna die. And they do fuck it up several times. And yeah. Paul is like, uh, we just need to wake up Tucker. He's yeah. gonna die, but like everyone on the ship is gonna die if we don't yeah. figure this out. But Flox figures out how to stabilize the ship at warp two. Yeah, he's like define expand the particle containment and like like, like Paul doesn't too much air. <laughs> T'Pol like forgets the term because he doesn't know the term, yeah, right? Exactly. And it's really like the play between the two of them is really good, and she's. <laughs> Really adorable as like this dummy Vulcan. Like she's just like ah, like she's, she's very like, like cringing away from the controls, just being like you do it. <laughs> yeah, she's like I don't know, which is like how any of us would be, right? Like what the fuck is this thing? Exactly. And like <laughs> so, they make it out of the transdimensional disturbance. Finally, the pink and purple's gone. Sadly, no more nerds. And Flox wakes up Archer from his coma. And he's like, oh, there were only a few minor glitches during transit. (laughs) (laughs) Wink. Wink, wink to the audience. (laughs) And we get Porthos jumping up on Archer and licking his face. And it's Mm -hmm. just a beautiful reunion scene. (laughs) And Porthos, in his little dog language, just being like, Archer, Archer, Flock shot me! Flock shot me! (laughs) (laughs) But Archer does not speak dog, so it's fine. No, he doesn't. not, Not yet. Uh, Would the Universal Translator work on a dog? It doesn't for some reason. It must. It would, though, right? I feel like a talking dog would be the most annoying creature in the universe. It it would be stupid as fuck, but... There's an episode of Dexter's Lab where he, like, teaches the dog how to talk. And it just keeps going, food for me, food for me! Yeah. Yeah, does he try to, like, abandon the dog? He does try and get rid of the dog, but, like, it ter- the dog keeps following him over and over, yeah. and it turns out that the guy who owns the dog just talks exactly like him. It's the same guy, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god, <laughs> there's so much wind outside right now. Something just got knocked over and it was super oh, it, loud. It got like like dark out here. Like the sun went away for like a yeah. minute or two. The sun disappeared from the sky. What's happening? The 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 angry hawk lizard god is uh, Quetzalcoatl is mad at us. Oh my god! Somebody's flagpole in their lawn fell over into the street. Jesus! Is it a a Blue Lives Matter flag? Nah, it's just an American flag. So yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing like that we talk about all the time. Like me and my wife Crystal talk about all the time is like every time we see somebody that has a flag a outside flag. their house, we get yeah. like nervous because like th- they have to be a piece of shit. Right? Yeah, because they co-opted the flag to be a symbol of hate. Yeah, which sucks because it does. I, suck. I have to live under that flag. Yeah, it's it's not like really supposed to be that way, but no. it, it got turned into that. It got John Walkered. <laughs> It's got. It did get John Walker. <laughs> um, to like to Paul and Flocks walk around with Tucker, who's like, oh, I'm lightheaded, and uh, I need some catfish. Flocks is like, it's because you haven't had catfish in the past four days. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? You're right, Mister Scary Space Doctor. <laughs> I better get to that dang old mess hole. Have me some catfish. Oh my god, dang! And he did. He ditches, and um. Topol is like, I'll help you like wake everybody up. And Flox is like, no, 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 I got it. Let's let's walk to your quarters. And she's like, good, because yeah. I'm a hallucination. Good, because yeah, we need to reveal that I'm not real. <laughs> yeah, they wa- they walk into her quarters, and he looks over, and Topol is in a coma with a silver disc on her head yep. in her bed. And he looks back at the Topol he's been with, and she's gone. Yep. And he's like, I'm a dang old crazy man. I was crazy so much longer than everybody else would have been. <laughs> Holy shit. Yo, those drugs were crazy. <laughs> uh, he like is still talking to Dr. Lucas in his message. And he's like, you know, I thought I was going to delete it. But it might be entertaining that I was just tripping balls all over the shit. Can you imagine like in history class, like in like the Picard era, like some kid in, in, in uh in Starfleet is like reading like he's going to go to medical school right and he's like reading about the first Enterprise and the mission with the Zindi and he's like man Dr. Flax was tripping balls son <laughs> man there's one of those at least with every crew right like, yeah Picard is in is like in his class wearing his like red uni- his maroon uniform and like yep. they're like well the original Enterprise got fucked up on space drugs and they wanted to sex each other real hard and they're like taking notes fucked up on space space drugs drugs. (laughs) Troy is in like psychology class and she's like reading it up on like like the edible complex right and she's like Bezel Flocks wanted to fuck Charles Tucker (laughs) but he didn't feel comfortable because she was kind of motherly but also Flocks' wife the uh, the greatest hero of all Vulcans, the one of the greatest members of Starfleet who ever lived, huffed a plant on an alien planet and got super <laughs> horny for a lady there, and he almost abandoned ship so that he could get some. <laughs> Dude, he's doing that devil's breath. He's <laughs> getting fucked up on devil's breath, man. Uh, Flox joins to Paul at the mess hall table, 
and uh, they have a little conversation about, like, you know, you did a great job. Tucker even complimented you. He said, ding, dang, old Flox did a hell of a job. You know what Flox reminds me of? Some good old catfish. He did a good job. <laughs> you ever eat a catfish? I sure have. I do it every day. I'm doing it right now in bed. Flox, if you ate a catfish, would that be like eating yourself? With You became Donald Glover at the end of the <laughs> were a catfish would you think about eating yourself <laughs> i wouldn't even hesitate i love Donald glover i do too one of my favorite <laughs> dudes um she's like i bet you enjoyed being alone on the enterprise and he's like well i wasn't as alone as i expected and, and then, then he actually away before to paul goes what what <laughs> <laughs> the fuck does that mean that's the end of the episode um <laughs> Where would you you? I guess we've already put this on the Cochran yeah, to I, scale, the Cochran I, to Tucker scale. The, <laughs> uh, is the Tucker catfish a warp five? Because that's how fast the Enterprise goes. It's true. We could, uh, I, a str- I think it's a strong seven for me. Maybe seven point five. I give it a warp six point five. I think like I could yeah. maybe go to a warp seven, but like I'd say six point five because five is like dead boring. There's nothing to it. Yeah, five is yeah five is not great. Like, but like, like it's it, not like horrible. When, like it starts to get bad. A show starts to get bad when it's below five. Yeah, that's bad. And it starts yeah. to get good when it's above five. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, five itself is like boring. Like, you yeah. could just glaze over and you miss nothing. I agree. And there's more to this episode than that. There's some great moments with Porthos, who is the best character on Enterprise. <laughs> I love that guy. I'm glad that you've just at least come around from Archer. Like, we used to think he was, like, a Donald Trumpian. Like. It's like in the first, like, <laughs> half of a season, he really comes off as, like, a make space great again. Oh, yeah, guy. he's a he's a dick because he but, hates Vulcans and he hates, yeah, but yeah. he has growth. He grows. Yeah, that's the point of the series, though. Like, yeah. we as a society grow along with Archer. We start yeah. the same, like, pig-headed, arrogant human way and we learn that like our place in the universe isn't as yeah. like assured as we think it is there's a great to... moment like i think in season two when when archer is like you guys were right which is like mind-blowing right yeah, you couldn't imagine him doing that before yeah then. he's like he's like vulcans were right we're not we're not prepared and she's and, and to paul's like what <laughs> all right <laughs> you know like okay it's like, uh, yeah, that's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah we we know, we fucking know. It's, and like, and it's it, like it kind such of a igno- moment of growth for him. And like, he yeah. has so many of those throughout the series where he realizes like our hubris was like, yeah, out of control. He gets very good at the end, and I really am uh, really disappointed that we don't get to see like President uh, Archer, right? Because at that yeah. point, he's. He's like George Washington, like literally, right? Like he's the he's the Washington of the Federation. Yeah, I, I guess he without does have the skeletons slaves. in the closet, but not to the same level that yeah, Washington he does. He, he didn't own people. No, yeah. there's none of that. 
Um, it's one of my favorite little Dave Chappelle bits. It's like there's the if like white people see George Washington coming down the street, they'd be like, "Oh my God, George Washington's come back to life! That's so yeah. amazing!" Yeah. And if black people did, they'd say, "Run, motherfucker! Yeah, it's right. George Washington!" <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm sure there are some people who would say that for Archer, but um, perhaps not many. Maybe if you were like. I don't know. Maybe if the Zindi joined at some point. <laughs> yeah, he does fuck those people up, right? Like he abandon he like steals their warp core, right? Yeah. That does happen. He he makes some questionable decisions, some like early two thousands decisions. Yeah. Uh espe- like early in the series especially, there's like this constant underpinning of a nine eleven metaphor happening. Yeah, because it just literally happened. Yeah. Which I think lets up as the series goes on. Yeah. Um, but I can understand why that would be hard to get through, but I think Enterprise is worth a watch, for sure. Well, I, th- I think an Enterprise, like, where they were headed is is where we didn't head after 9-11, right? Like, the Federation comes together because they're like, together we're stronger, and we, we, we can't be racist and scared of each other, right? Yeah, well, we definitely and didn't do that. We did not do that. Which is a shame. It's Every time we're given an opportunity to be like the Star Trek humans, we just fuck yeah. it completely. Yeah. Which is why I've always loved the idea that I think they mention in TNG most often, but it does come up in Deep Space Nine several times in Voyager, that humans are more evolved like culturally yeah. and mentally. Yeah, than they ever were. Well, I think you see it now with um, with our generation, but mo- more so with the like after us generations. Is yeah, there's like more openness to just not being so passionate about like national things, and it's true. Uh, I we don't have that. I saw something the other day that said that Generation Z is like forty percent of Generation Z identifies as atheist yeah and i was like good great like yeah. uh i i think everybody is fully entitled to whatever religion they want it's when you start making decisions for other people who aren't right. in your religion that the problem yeah, it's like comes in when you start to like like in like in florida where they're like well we're gonna have someone check to see if you're really a girl like yeah, fuck do off. You, do you know how fucked up that is? Like, <laughs> like we used to be so obsessed as as like a people with the idea of human rights and yeah. what human rights mean. And it seems like a huge swath of the population want as little human rights as possible. Mhm. <laughs> Which mm-hmm. is crazy to me, but yeah, I don't get it. Um there's there's always like a problem where people don't see the problem in something unless it happens directly to them. Yeah, what what are, what generation are we talking about? <laughs> there would be a specific one in mind. But it's like... Uh, I, I used to do this thing when I had a Facebook where I was like, well, in lieu of sending me presents, which, you know, nobody was going to anyway, yeah. uh, donate to, like, cancer research. Right. And... Um, my my dad died of lung cancer later, 
And somebody was like, when I did that, somebody was like, well, you only do this because your dad died of lung cancer. <laughs> okay. And I was like, well, one, that's a really fucked up thing to say to another yeah. person. But yeah. two, like, I, you shouldn't have to think cancer is bad. You shouldn't, right. like, think it's not bad until it happens, it happens to someone to you. you know. Who the fuck said that to you? I want to call their ass out right now. Yeah, that's I don't. Bu- I that's don't know bullshit. them anymore, so it doesn't matter. It was somebody fuck, I went to college with. Fuck that idiot. It's somebody that a friend of mine dated that I went to college with. Um, <laughs> she was a peach. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's... I don't know, like, basic human empathy is, like, the foundation of the humans that inhabit the Star Trek universe, right? Yeah, just taking a minute even just to, like, before you act or say something just to think about like well what what is it like for them right like yeah like l- walk a mile in somebody else's shoes right yeah that's the whole point of starfleet right is to go find that stuff see what it's like to be different and also go through a, a nerd's nebula and lose your mind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This episode's all right. It's okay. I mean, I'm talking about this episode that we did. <laughs> That's true. I could kind of go along with that. It's the 100th Extrorbaglormza. <laughs> we've done one... That's sort of like... We should take some time here now that we've talked about the episode, because there's nothing fun happened behind the scenes of this episode. No, it was not fun shooting it. <laughs> I, I guess it's fun to point out that John Billingsley, like insisted on the nude scene happening because he thought it would be funny. He was right. It is funny. That's a good fun fact. I find it more funny because if it's like... It's so Austin Powers. Like, I think Austin Powers happened first. Yeah, it did. It did. He's just like... He went and ran into the writing room and he's like, Guys, I just saw this cool movie. This is called Austin Powers. (laughs) Gave me this great idea for a scene in Star Trek. (laughs) I just like that it's literally day two and he's like... (laughs) Getting naked. Eh, We've all been there. (laughs) Yeah. How nuts is it that we've done a hundred episodes of M Class Podcast? It's crazy. Uh, I mean, we're awesome and people love us. So um, it's it's not that surprising, I guess. But I often wonder how many people have been listening since the beginning. Like, yeah, you should tell us, though. Make a comment on on, uh, iTunes or whatever. Yeah, you could leave a review and tell us, or you could like go to Twitter and tell us in the comments of the post of this episode, or even yeah. on the SoundCloud. There's like a comment section. Let us know if you've been listening, and since tell the us what your favorite episodes are. Oh man, that would be great. Because I don't remember any of them. I don't either. <laughs> I remember bits and pieces of episodes that I could not place with the Star Trek media we're talking about. If yeah. I had a gun to my head. I, I vaguely remember the catfish episode. Yes. I weirdly remember a lot of the Voyager ones we've done. I don't know why. Our uh, episodes are much more rem- memorable than the Voyager episodes they're based on. Yeah, yeah that might be it. I, I remember doing Inner Light. I remember that one. Mm-hmm. Did we do Darmok? Um, we must uh, have. I feel like we did. Like I can find out... Here's, here's like a handy dandy thing if people don't know, and you can come along with me as I type it. If you head to www.mclasspodcast.com, uh-huh. 
you get a nice little card that has links to the SoundCloud, Twitter, Patreon, email, merchandise, iTunes, Spotify. The newest collection that we're working on right now is listed right there for your convenience. And a link to our sponsor of the month, Balefire. Oh, fucking Balefire. <laughs> and, I'm going uh, to miss doing that. I am too. I'm going to miss it. There's an episode list that you can go to, and it has it broken down by series in the order in which we did it. And we did do Darmok directly after the collection we did Enter Light in. Oh, I was that was like a double whammy, man. We do nothing but good collections, thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast. That's one hell of a segue. God, I'm the best. Um, 100 episodes. I was going to say 100 years. 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Here's the thing that I was thinking about, is that if you did the math in the M-Class episode list, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't come out to 100, and this isn't actually the 100th episode. <laughs> oh, did we skip one? Uh, let, let me do some mathematics real quick. 15 <laughs> plus 27 plus 21 <laughs> plus 10 plus 10 plus 3. Oh, it's not even close. Wait, I didn't do the films. Let's do that. Oh, uh, the films, right. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. We did 13 movies? Shit. Uh, I guess technically this is the 99th episode. Oh, well so. then we got, a, we got two 100 episodes coming up. Uh, I may have missed one in the list. This is the hundredth fucking episode. I don't care. We're just deciding. <laughs> I'm guessing I I like numbered one incorrectly somewhere along the way, but this is. The I might have done episode. it. There was a point when I stopped numbering them because I didn't know what the number was anymore. The only way I know the number of the actual episode is when I post up the email. I say this is a counterpart to episode whatever, and then the title. Yeah, we. it's not very technical the way we do. <laughs> no, it's almost like we're two fucking goobers on the internet yeah. just want to talk about Star Trek. There's literally a point when I could have labeled an episode like, episode 56, and it could have been episode 58, right? Like, yeah. who fucking knows? It doesn't matter. This is the 100th episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, yeah. all of you. We appreciate everybody who's been a fan along the way. I'm, I'm sure there are many people who fell off when we said your favorite thing sucks. We did. We uh, did say that. You're dumb if you did that, though. <laughs> there are people who come and go, I notice, on Twitter, yeah. where uh, we'll be followed by somebody, and I'm like, I thought they already followed us, and it turns out they haven't followed us in years. Maybe we said something too cucky. Yeah, we're full on uh, tree hugging lib cucks. Yeah, so. I I want to watch flocks fuck my wife. He's <laughs> got a gross pufferfish penis. So. <laughs> Probably gonna want to trim your nails though before that. Oh God, I think I think back to the fact that like when I when we started this show, we were like, well, we'll do the movies, and then we had absolutely no plan. What yeah, we're we gonna just do winged it. We just wanged it. Wing wanged it, baby. <laughs> we fully wing wanged it. And then people were like, what are you gonna do after the movies? And we were just like, ah. Show. <laughs> we we kind of knew we would do the show, but we didn't really know like how we we were like, should we do them in order? Which would be horrible. Oh yeah. We would still be 
I, oh I, my god! I think we would we would be like right in season two of TNG at this point. Yeah, it would be really bad. We'd have to watch some really bad shit. And like the way the show's arc is like the third season of TOS gets really bad towards the end, and yeah, the and first the two first seasons two. of TNG are bad. We would have lost so many. Fires. Yeah, no doubt. And it's, yeah. it's like. The idea of doing a series in order is actually, like, really kind of, like, enticing. I like the idea. Um, yeah, we shouldn't do it with this, though. If we no. wanted to do that, we, we I would make you watch Battlestar, and we would do that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people think I hate Battlestar. I've actually watched some of it. Like, uh, it, they started playing it on Comet, and, like, oh, yeah. so I started watching it on there. It's a good show. It's just so depressing. Oh, it's depressing. So as depressing. Fuck. No, it doesn't get any less depressing. <laughs> Real life is depressing. I don't need yeah. to go into fiction for uh, that. Well, now might not be the time, but it no. it's a it's literally one of the best science fiction shows ever made. It's true. So. Is that the only thing that you would do another podcast for? Uh, no, series? no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I've thought about doing another podcast. I don't know about what though. Yeah, well, what, can, what can we talk about? Star Wars. Star Wars, uh, I've been sitting on the idea to do a podcast about a 90s sitcom for teenagers. For <laughs> I, know, ages. I know what you're talking about, yes. Uh, I don't know if that would be a good one. <laughs> that would be great. I would love that. I'm an expert in Riverdale. I don't know if you know this. I do know this about you. And we've, we've joked many a time about doing a Longmire podcast. I think that ship has sailed. I don't think yeah, that's going to happen. We could do, like, uh, what we could call it? We probably shouldn't be recording this. We could no. call it, like, like shitty Saturday afternoon shows or some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, bullshit. That would be great. We, yeah. Like... Like we obscure just, media shit, right? Just do like a nostalgia bait show where we pick old shitty shows. Yeah, we kind of did that with uh, with uh, what, what's that show that we did that uh, I did? Yeah, I didn't do that one. I forget People the name. People think of it. I did sometimes. They're like, "That was yeah. Jeff, right?" No, that's Mike. Just take uh, just take credit for it. I did it. That was me. It was syndication <laughs> station. Yeah, we could just bring that back. I could pretty sure I could just do that. It's I think fine, you though. have the rights to that for sure. I couldn't imagine how angry people would be that I'm on it though. They no, it'd be better that I was on my own podcast to begin with. <laughs> it would be better. We watch like dinosaur. We watch all kinds of shit, dude. Dude, you know what I realized the other day when I was drawing uh, Baby Yoda for you? Yeah, and, uh, which was great, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Baby Yoda <laughs> is just Baby Sinclair from Dinosaurs, just with bigger ears. <laughs> well, you made him look like that, but he's a little uh, cuter than Baby Sinclair. That's what he fucking looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he looks a little more adorable than that. It's Baby true. Sinclair's a piece of shit. Well, his personality is what makes him not cute. He's like a little piece yeah. of ass. He's a him. butthole. I, that's not the way you say it. A little piece of shit. I don't want to have <laughs> sex with a puppet. <laughs> I mean, why not? Well, maybe like the sexy lady Muppet puppets. I'd do that. Oh, that's like fun. in the band? Yeah, Janice. What, is what her name's name? Janice, yeah. Uh, well, now that my darkest secret's out, let's... Um, <laughs> I'm just... I'm astounded that... I think M-Class is the longest podcast I've done at this point. I don't do anything in halves, so this it's not that shy. I'm very committed and very stubborn. People yeah. don't seem to think that I am, like, but I, I No. The thing the thing about Josh is like people have this idea that he's like 
uh, layabout that he's yeah. like a flake, but like Josh has never missed an episode of the show unless he had the, like I had the flu pneumonia once, once yeah. yeah, and he he missed one episode. I had to go to like the hospital. <laughs> so, like, he missed one fucking episode. Yeah. he is like ready at the waiting when I show up to do the show every single time we do it. Yeah, I'm and always I here. I thank you for that. You bring your A-game every time. No, I, I only bring it. my A-game. Laughing Guy only brings his A-game because Hostman <laughs> is here. <laughs> Look, boring old Hostman <laughs> wouldn't be able to have any fun on the show if it wasn't for Laughing Guy. That's Well, I think we're just a good team, and let I would suck your dick off right now. It's true. I got the second one, so it's fine. Second dick? <laughs> I often wonder if that's mostly what our show is known for. The fact that we talk about Klingons having two dicks all the time. I mean, it's a ludicrous plot point that got shoved into Star Trek for no reason. It is true. It's hilarious that that's part of canon now. I cannot even... proven because a guy peed on a wall. I, it's so ridiculous that it has to be true. It's like one of those things, right? Like, of course. Of course that's what they clung on to. <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> right? There's like an elephant in the room for this 100th episode of M-Class Podcast. Is Jeff going to fire Josh? Is that why he keeps mentioning it? Is that what's about to happen? It's about to happen. I can feel it. And no. Actually, the elephant in the room is that like the reason why this show has lasted so long is because of you guys. Hell yeah! Like, we could not be more thankful for you all for tuning into this show and enjoying it because it really was just a dumb idea that we just really wanted to talk about Star Trek. Yeah, because we were doing it for free on Twitter DMs for, like, hours and hours we would talk to each other. And we were like, we could just schedule, like, a bi-weekly meetup to talk about Star Trek on a podcast, and it's an excuse that we always have to do it, so it's perfect. Right. And that way we get all of our feelings and Star Treks out, and you guys get to hear it, which apparently you want to hear. I I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea why, but I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. The thing that's, like most astounding to me is this is the hundredth episode and if you asked me when i wasn't like paying attention to it like how long we've been doing the show i'd be like i don't know like a year and a half like a month <laughs> like how many episodes do you think you've done i don't know like six 30 yeah <laughs> yeah no i feel that way because it's so fun it's, it's not a hard fun it, show to it's do. not hard to do and it's not i think that's why it's great because it's not hard no not complicated it's it's an art form in a way i hate to call it that art can be bad so yeah it's an art form sure art can be bad yeah we have to bring like funny to the show we can't just like uh chat monotone about star trek even though most star trek podcasts do that yeah that's not what we're about we're the best one by the way did you know i think so I think we're the best one. I've listened to other podcasts, and they suck. Be better at Star Trek. <laughs> You're going to go listen to conservatives for Star Trek podcasts? Oh, my God. I bet that exists. I know there's a Twitter. I don't want to even, like, mention them. No, 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 no. Fuck them. But, like, yeah, there is, there's shit like that. I mean, there has to be, right? Or else why would people be emailing us, calling us, like, libcucks? 
We don't on usually a Star get Star Trek that. podcast. We don't get that anymore. I think we've weeded them out. Yes, I think you're right. But we there was a point when they were like, "I want to argue with you. Let me on." I was like, "No, fuck." That you. was the funniest shit. There was a guy who tweeted at us once a week every time a new episode came out with like, "Have me on so I can debate your points." Yeah, that and would be because like, that's worst. what the show is, right? Yeah, I want to have fun. I don't want to debate some fucking redneck about why like eugenics is good or whatever the fuck he thinks Jesus, i don't know i don't know how you watch any star trek and come away with it with that sort of ideology but it's baffling man like, we literally with an incredibly good fan base that, oh like, yeah i'm super thankful for because so many fan bases are full of toxic assholes i would say that so many fan bases are full of one dick havers and we have a bunch of two dick havers it's true everyone has two dicks in even our if, fan base. even if you're uh, yeah even if you're identifying whatever. as female you got yeah. two you got two dicks on your nightstands yeah anyway <laughs> i just want to thank you all and i definitely want to take a moment to thank some people who really made the podcast what it is josh henderson that guy sucks the best guy. I love him. Mm, I could take him or leave him. <laughs> uh, Vitizen, for sure. Now that guy, yeah. Came through in a pinch to give us one of the dopest opening themes I've ever heard in my life. Uh-huh. Outer Space Race. It's so fucking good. Find Vitizen on all websites where <laughs> great music are found. Go find him. We've had like guest stars on mm-hmm. uh mostly just kevin cole thanks for being on the show kevin paul rich kevin paul rich hadley was on the special the space hadley. Kings crossover hadley sinclair rich masters paul richie a lot of rich going on a lot of richers a lot of rich a lot of dicks <laughs> oh geez uh I always ask Rich Masters because his favorite comic book character is Nightwing, Dick Grayson. Oh, like, why don't of you go by Dick Masters? That sounds very Batman. That sounds like the best name ever, Dick Masters. Yeah, Dick Masters. <laughs> uh, he says because he doesn't uh, want to get picked on, so who I feel fu- that. Who the fuck likes Nightwing? Nightwing is great. I'm calling them out now. Nightwing stinks. You stink. <laughs> Just I just said, I just said, that guy sucks. <laughs> I was it just was... talking about how great you are, and then I'm yeah. like, no, you stink. No, you stink. Thank you, Jeff. I love you, and I'm glad uh, that I get to be your friend. I love you, too. I'm, I'm honored. privileged to be your friend. No, it's live long and prosper, bitch. <laughs> Peace and long life, Josh, for God's fucking sake. Green blood, green bud, bitch. Uh, our patrons, though, are the green bud, green lifeblood of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if, if it wasn't for patrons slapping down their dollar, five dollar, ten dollars, some people slap down fifty bucks. Like I know Desrath slaps down fifty goddamn bucks. That's amazing to keep our podcast going. So shout outs, but like the people who put down any amount of money to keep our podcast afloat, like you help pay for hosting for the podcast you get for hosting for the website. We got the dot com. Mm-hmm. Like you help pay my fucking bills and keep me in a house every month. I appreciate the shit out of that. You help me buy a Bo-Katan figure. That's more important at the end of the day. 
Do you need a house or do you need a Bo-Katan figure? I think it's the, it's the obvious choice. This is a debate I go through every month. Uh, <laughs> can I live in this? I live in an apartment, by the way. I cannot afford a house. I live in an apartment that's uh, free because it's my inheritance. So Yeah, he had to live through his life to get it. So it's technically it costs more. Also, I have to fix it, which sucks. That does sound like it sucks. <laughs> we have a landlord that comes uh, six weeks after we ask him to come fix it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but at patreon.com slash mclasspodcast, like, I think we found a great equilibrium where like everyone understands that like we're going to make extra content, but the reason why you're putting that money down is so you can support us and be part of a community Mm-hmm. And the M Class Discord is a community of people who are all dope, cool ass folks who love Star Trek, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank uh, you. It would take too long to thank everybody, like specifically. Like we've tried out thanking a bunch of people at the end of the episode. It felt like not enough. Yeah, there's too many. Thanks. But happen. just thank you all to all of our patrons. Like uh, we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. Like mm-hmm. uh, we would both be like I would for sure be homeless, and Josh would have starved to death if it wasn't for this podcast. Yeah, and you patrons. Yeah, for real. So thank so, you, thank you all. Um, I guess we'll do a hundred more of them. Yeah, why not? That's <laughs> the plan now. I want. If I don't get fired, I mean, well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I've been a good boy lately. <laughs> We'll see how high that Patreon goes. I haven't checked notes, uh, done my job exceptionally well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too well? Uh, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> uh, there's, I, I imagine you guys ex- already know what to expect for the next hundred episodes, so stick on board and we'll give you more great M-Class content, more stupid end jokes that no one will understand five episodes later that we'll still keep using. We'll also forget them. (laughs) So stick around. Uh, Become a part of the show by shooting us an email for our other program, mclassemail at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for all the updates. I've had a few people message me on Patreon asking about where the Jeff and Josh shoot the shit were. Yeah. Was... Uh, um, we had announced on Twitter that like my computer fucking borked. So Twitter's definitely the best place to go for news and updates as they happen. Best place to um, go for nudes? Satellite M nudes. <laughs> it's just a sausage like over my wiener. <laughs> I'm just taking a big bite of a sausage and you go, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Not nah, ch- and check out mclasspodcast.com. Another huge thank you for our sponsor for the month of April, Balefire. Balefire. It's the last one we get to do, so thank you. Check them out at balefire.bandcamp.com or on Twitter at summon balefire. That's a great Twitter handle. It's so dope. Uh, we'll <laughs> be back with episode 101 Dalmatians <laughs> in two weeks. Uh, so stick around for more great M-Class content. Uh, bye, B-Lum. Bye, b
I'm mentally ill.